Hello, third episode of the Middle Schoolers podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the couple months that I gave up YouTube to pursue, I guess, what you can call a year of music. Because when I wasn't, because I didn't consume YouTube anymore, I decided to consume music as my main media. And how that kind of ruined my relationship with music for a while. (laughs) Okay. So. Why did I give up YouTube in the first place? Well, I gave it up because I didn't like watching it anymore. The content I was consuming didn't feel like anything. It felt like I was just... I was re-watching the same videos, but I wasn't gaining any enjoyment. I was just watching it to see to see things and see things move and to like have my eyes look at something. Like I wasn't enjoying the content I was watching and that that's a pretty terrible feeling when you feel like you're just feel obligated to consume a certain form of content. So my idea was okay. We're just gonna stop watching YouTube, and that's what I did. I deleted YouTube for a while. I redownloaded it occasionally throughout this whole, I guess what you can call it, experiment. But most of the time, it was a year of music. This year was the year 2020, I think. I don't know if it was 2020 or 2019. Honestly, time has no meaning anymore. <laughs> but like I said before, it was a year of music where music was the main way I consumed media and I was much more interested in that but the thing is is I wanted playlists like really badly like and I think Spotify has this genius idea where you have to add a certain amount of songs to your playlist so Spotify won't add songs to fill out your playlist so then it keeps you on Spotify longer to try to look for more music to add to your playlist. And I fell for that trap hook, line, and sinker. Because I don't consume, and I don't really like playlists that much, but that whole year I was kind of in denial, where I was like, you know, I'm just gonna listen to playlists. Like, making playlists was my hobby. And I think it's fun on the outside to sort of think about making playlists for certain things. And I still have playlists on my Spotify. Like, if you go to my Spotify, you will see playlists. But I don't fill them. Like, I don't have plethora of songs in there. And I don't feel the need to fill, to, like, make it so Spotify won't add songs for me anymore. I don't care anymore because I allow myself to have multiple media outlets to sort of consume media and I have other hobbies to do so my year of music kind of messed my relationship with music because I felt like because I was consuming music for a goal and not just to consume music I was consuming music not to feel things but to make up some arbitrary playlist number so my playlist could be filled and I could feel good by knowing more indie artists by knowing more more (laughs) musicians i felt good by listening to more music but the music i was listening to didn't make me feel good it made me feel nothing i would listen to genres that 
I would make playlists about genres I didn't really like, where if I only liked one song in that genre, like, I had a pop playlist when I didn't like pop that much, like, it was so ridiculous, because, like, the songs I added may have been objectively good, but they didn't have any meaning to me. And when I look back on that year of music, it isn't music that I enjoy. It's just music I listened to for so many times because that was my main form of like media where I kind of messed it up for myself. Like, okay, Lana Flores. I found Lana Flores through that year of music, and that's something I don't regret. I love her music. And honestly, I don't think... Um, and I would do the whole year of music thing again just to find some, just, if I couldn't find, like, I love her. <laughs> her music's so good. But I kind of messed up the way I listened to her music because I listened to it so often with no particular meaning. Like, I listened to it without interpreting the words, but just liking how they sounded. I didn't know what the songs meant. I mean, I did on some level, like, I knew the lyrics, but there's a difference between knowing the lyrics and feeling the lyrics, and that was definitely something I didn't know at the time. So I would just listen to these songs all the time, kind of mess my own enjoyment of the music I liked, and then just constantly feel the need to consume more and more new music. And that isn't bad to like listening to music. Listening to music as a hobby isn't a bad thing. I feel like the way I did it was because I wasn't, I wasn't used to listening to music as a hobby. So I kind of went into it head first without wading in the water a little bit, without kind of just thinking about the way I like music. Like I was so obsessed with the idea of making playlists and making music and making like forming the perfect title and all this stuff that it kind of just didn't matter. Like I said before, when I look back on that year, I didn't like a lot of the music I listened to. A lot of the playlists, all of the playlists I had during that year, I deleted because I didn't listen to them. Because I don't like listening to playlists. I felt like I wasn't listening myself just for some sort of arbitrary goal of having a lot of playlists or listening to a lot of music. It's like, that doesn't really matter. It is the quality, not the quantity. And I'm not going to say any of the... Like the music, it wasn't. It isn't the music, the musicians, or the music itself that was bad. It was how I consumed it. It was the way, like, I constantly was like, oh yeah, always on the lookout for something new instead of you know just letting things casually come by me. And it's like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Let me add that to the playlist. Like, that's now I just have a liked playlist where I like songs, and then I have a playlist called Yearning because. Any song that has the concept of yearning, I may add there. But it's not, like, a lot, and I'm not actively looking out, looking for music anymore. Because I don't like doing that. Yeah, so, from this, just learned, like, hey, don't feel... If you want to give something up, don't feel like you need to go to a radically different extreme. Learn to moderate yourself. Like, moderation is really the keystone of living a good life. It isn't just excluding certain things that may be considered bad. Like, 
Um, like, I over-consumed books for a couple years of my life. By over-consumed, I meant I over-bought them. Like, I bought a lot of books I didn't like, had a lot of mediocre stuff I didn't enjoy in my shelves, and it was kind of stifling me from enjoying new novels. So I gave away a lot of them. And then at some point, I stopped wanting to own books. And then I was like, okay, I don't need to own books anymore. I'll just borrow everything, like every single type of book. And now I'm kind of going into a moderate moderate stage of, you know, I don't need to be extreme on either one side or the other. I can just enjoy books the way I enjoy them. And I can buy certain books. Because buying books lets you do something in library books you can never do, which is write in them and draw in them and, like, show your appreciation and love for the words on the page. Because it's like when you own a book you can show how much you love the story on the book you can crack the spine you can do you can write in it you can underline things you love like you can do so much more than when you don't own a book and yeah i don't know i'm just trying to say you don't don't feel the need to have such extreme ideas you can be moderate I mean, <laughs> that sounds like I'm ever, um, advocating for moderate poli- uh, and politics. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just in life. Like, you can just do things in moderation. If you don't like that you're doing something, don't feel the need to go to a drastically different extreme. Just chill. <laughs> chill out. Have a good life.